Hey guys, we're going to be doing something a little bit different this week. Jake needed a few weeks off, so I'm going to be filling the gap with some guest co-hosts. But we're not going to be talking about Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, instead, we're going to talk about some other pop punk and emo and sort of adjacent genre acts and some of their songs as chosen by my guests. This week, my guest co-host is Alex Payette, who you might remember from our I Can Feel You episode. Hopefully, Jake will be back in a few weeks and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled Motion City podcast. But until then, I hope you enjoy this brief sojourn. Yeah, how's your, uh, how's your mom? Happy Mother's she's Day. Doing, she's doing great. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. We're, it's funny because this is... This is I don't I've never done a turnaround this quickly on this show. I usually give myself a lot of lead time, but this should be coming out the day after Mother's Day. So uh, but which yeah, is no, it's tomorrow. Which is which is tomorrow as we're recording. Yes. It's yeah. we That's yeah, insane. Today is Mother's Day. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, no, so it's it's Ramadan. Um so like normally we would like take her out to brunch, something like that, or take her out to Breakfast. If it's because last year was during Ramadan too, we took her out to like IHOP, but you can't take people out to places anymore. Um, so, so my uh, brother and my sister in law came over and we like cooked breakfast at two in the morning, uh, and then woke up, woke her up at like three to to feed her. Oh, you go to IHOP because it's open twenty four hours. Yeah, IHOP or Denny's. Usually something like IHOP's a little nicer than Denny's, you know? But yeah, sure. we would go to IHOP because it's open before, 24 hours. before sunrise. Okay. I exactly. was like, I was yeah, really yeah. confused. I was thinking of going to, you know, IHOP for like at the traditional breakfast time. I'm like, do you guys, do you guys break the fast for Mother's Day? I kind of like the idea oh, yeah. that Mother, Mother's Day is more important than the, than the need to fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we would, we would take it at like four in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, or whatever, three in the morning, so we could be done by four in the morning. And we usually go a couple times during Ramadan anyway, um, because like, like we'll we'll just you know it'll be a weekend and we'll go to Steak and Shake or IHOP or Denny's or something like that just to like you know get out of the house and have have a little a little special something. But uh, yeah, no, we um, obviously <laughs> we couldn't go to a place, so we made our food. I called my mom. Um... And we and 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 then originally she didn't answer for a little <laughs> while. That was fun. And then we called uh, my wife's, my, I guess my mother-in-law, um, and she also didn't answer originally. Um, <laughs> I so, guess my mother-in-law, like, yeah, that's, that's what she is. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, just, I, I was, I don't know why I was gonna go the roundabout way. They're like my wife's mom. Like, yeah, I, yeah. there's a name for that. We have a word for that. <laughs> yeah. So then we eventually got. Um, Got a little Google call going. Um, with yeah, yeah. My family. My uh, my dad. My my grandma passed a year, less than a year ago. Actually, like right before I came to your place last year, um, if you remember. <laughs> um, I do. Oh yeah. Like literally, yeah. it was like, literally, like the was, night before you flew out, right? It was. He's literally. I was driving because I I. I as, as everyone knows, I live in Chicago. I live here, and I was driving to St. Louis because I was going to take the flight out from St. Louis, hang out with some friends in St. Louis, take the flight out, go to go to uh, Denver, and then meet with Alex in Fort Collins. Um, and literally, as I'm driving to St. Louis, my brother calls me. Hey, where are you? I'm driving. Are you stopped? Yeah, I'm, I'm at the McDonald's parking lot. I'm going to get food. Okay, Grandma died. <laughs> Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so this is um. So my dad made like a, a tribute video for her uh, last night and put it on YouTube oh. for for our family. Yeah. So it was it was nice. It was we cried a little bit. You know, it was nice. Yeah. Oh, I would have cried a lot of it. My dad cried a lot of it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I could like he was you know was like he was like telling me like okay so now we do this this and I could like see like the tears streaming down his face you know gave him a big hug all that so. So you know it's uh. Some people call it like a greeting card thing, but uh, I think Mother's Day is a, is a pretty nice holiday. Helicopters? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing for for this. Uh, welcome to this Motion City podcast mini series. Uh, I don't know what what we're calling it. Uh, I don't know. 
explorations in, in pop punk and emo. Uh, I'm sure there's a better title than that. Uh, I'm Naim Siddiqui. Uh, as I said at the pre-recorded bit at the beginning of the show, uh, Jake is not here this week. Uh, we're gonna, he's going to take a couple weeks off just because he's got some stuff going on. Uh, so we are doing a, a nice little mini-series where we're going to do a couple of like sort of pop-punk and, uh, and emo, and uh, I think we have a ska-punk song uh, in here as well. So we're going we're gonna to do a couple of, of, uh, of Jake-free episodes, uh, but don't worry, uh, Jake will be back uh, very soon, hopefully. Uh, but for now, we have, uh, as you heard, Alex Payette uh, joining us. He's uh, joining me, I guess, back from the I Can Feel You episode. How's it going, Alex? It's going well, man. Thanks for having me be um, the, the Joan Rivers um, permanent <laughs> guest host uh, of the show. I'm, I'm, I'm Joan Rivers. That's a Johnny Carson reference, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Do they have permanent guest hosts in other things? Well, I won't open a, I won't have a show on Fox, so you will never invite me back either. Uh-huh. Yeah, like not not like not as far as I know, but like also like that is such an old like like <laughs> Johnny John literally 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 Johnny Carson went off the air before I was born, Alex. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any recollection of this show. I mean, I just I know that that's a thing that happened. Like, name me sure, another sure, sure. permanent guest host. Well, Leno, that's how he got the job. Oh, because Letterman was doing guest hosting, but not Leno. That's well, why, Letterman, that's why Letterman was doing his own show, but Leno was on like every Friday on Carson, and that's how he got mm. the Tonight Show. But yeah, I, I get whatever. it. I got, I got the reference. That's that really was what's important, right? Like I got, the, I understood the joke. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that's literally all the preparation I've done for this show this week. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> remembering um, that Joan Rivers was permanent guest host of the Tonight right, Show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. So the idea of this series is I'm bringing guests on uh, who are my friends, who are fans of of pop punk emo bands, and uh, and they pick a song, uh, sort of like the we do the regular show, but they pick a song from a different band, and we talk about that song. So uh, I decided to have Alex on because he's the only person we've had as a guest on the show so far. Period. So I wanted a familiar voice, and uh, and I know Alex is a big uh, emo pop punk adjacent fan uh and so alex you picked holiday by the get up kids why don't you tell me a little bit about your uh why you picked this song uh so i i love this band um you, you know this was something like was they were so big for me and like this was like one of the first bands i got into in high school um you know i was i was super into them you know I, i've seen them in concert a few times um this is you know kind of their I don't know that it's their best album. I think they've got other albums that I personally like more, but this is kind of like peak sure. Get Up Kids. Um, yeah. And it's the if, first if, track on the so, album. Since, since this is still kind of a Motion City soundtrack podcast, I put it in Motion City soundtrack perspective. It's it's basically Commit This to Memory. It's it's their Commit This to Memory, um, which was which is Motion City's also their second album. Uh, but like every every band has like that album that like everybody sort of knows and understands to be that peak version of them, and that might not necessarily be what everyone thinks is their best. But like like Blink One Eighty Two and Enema of the State, right? Like Enema of the State yeah. is peak Blink One Eighty Two. Whether or not you think it's the best album, that is the album that when you think of Blink Blink 182, you think of Anima of the State, and when you think of well, Get Up this, Kids, it's funny that you mentioned Blink 182 because like this album was so big and so influential, you know, in in this sphere. Um, yeah. One of the guys from Blink 182, when he proposed to his wife, he was playing "I'll Catch You," which is the the final right. song on this album. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. like it's huge. Yeah. It's a kind of landmark landmark album. Um, well, and, and it's, it's the first it's, track to it, and it is fucking rocks i mean it, just, it, 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 it absolutely slaps it absolutely <laughs> yeah. slaps yeah i i definitely listen to this this uh, this song i mean i listen to this song on repeat and i listen to a little bit of action in action just to get an idea of how it fits in with the album but it's definitely so this i think this is an album that i probably torrented 10 years ago and just never got around to listening to um but definitely like i'm i'm planning on going back and listening to this album and actually you know mentioning blink obviously obviously you know uh i think it was mark hoppus who proposed to his yeah, his wife so i couldn't yeah remember with uh, with that so. song Song. And and you can hear some of the influence of this album in the album Blink One Eighty Two, um, which was you know the, the self untitled album, um, which which is you know where they got a little bit more more emo than pop punk, and you you can kind of sort of hear the influence, like I said, of of, of this stuff in that, uh, which makes sense obviously because clearly they were fans. Um. But why why holiday in particular? Just because it's the first song and it's a good sort of intro, or 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. I think I, I was going back and forth on a couple of them. Like, Long Good Night is on this album. It's really fucking good. Um, and, you know, Valentine, I'll Catch You, obviously, which we already mentioned. Um, I mean, there are a bunch. I mean, I, I really, I think mm-hmm. it's like from, from start to finish, it's like these are all really good songs. Um, I think some of the standout tracks are, I don't know, I want some tempo for it yeah, yeah and it's like imagine imagine oh, i don't think you actually even need to imagine because you never listened to him before so but as imagine that, you know this is the first song that you hear i think right. it tells you so much that you need to know about yeah. the band and it just i mean it pulls you right in for the rest of that album I, i'll say like so in 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 this sphere like um the oh my god what's the name of the band holy shit uh there's a, a, a the f- f- uh, Firefly. Is it Firefly? Is that the name of the song? No. Um, saves the, the sun day. Will, no, the sun will become the oh, anthem. Saves the day. Of, saves the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I thought you said like Ace of de- Base or something. Not Ace of Base, but I didn't hear the S. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> saves the day. Um, yeah. Like that. I, I definitely. I mean, obviously, I know they're in the same sphere, and that is what I heard. That album I've heard at your funeral. Firefly is the closing song off that album. Okay, I was yes, we were we were in the right headspace, um, but that's definitely that's an album that I have listened to. Again, it's probably been ten years since I've listened to that album, yeah. but I could definitely hear um, how this band, how how Get Up Kids influence Saves the Day. Um, oh yeah, because like, entire... first of all, voice like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird actually because the Saves the Day guy changed his voice later. <laughs> Did he listen to the song in Reverie and then listen to um, At Your Funeral? Yeah, and tell me it's the same guy singing because it is. <laughs> but so, anyways, that's weird. But um, yeah, there's I, th- like there's an entire wave of bands that like w- they were trying to sound like this. This is what right. they were trying to sound like, um, and it's you know and then that, that i mean that ends up paving the way for you know fallout boy and like a whole second wave that comes after um yeah well you know, and including including motion city like motions i think yeah, motion yeah, city exactly. doesn't sound quite like this but it's definitely on the back of this fallout uh, but like fallout boy panic motion city um you know motion city is obviously not at the level of fallout boy and panic but th- those kinds of bands that that got big around that time definitely came off on the back of, of stuff like the get up kids for sure um. So let's talk about this song. Uh. F- so first of all, as as a a, a first time listener, um, yeah, this was like this was great. Uh, the f- the first time I listened to it, like I was a little bit like, okay, I get I get why Alex likes this. Like I get why someone would like this, but I don't know if it's my <laughs> kind of song. Like I do like that I think you put it just... into the perspective of like Alex would like this. <laughs> <laughs> It makes sense like, that like, Alex would like this. Right. No, like, like, I, understand why, <laughs> I understand why someone would like this song, but like, you know, I, I'm not sure that I get it. But like a couple more listens, you know, like with anything sort of, you you, you, you give it one listen and it's like, okay, I kind of get it. But like with a couple more listens, it's like, oh no, okay, no, I definitely get it. Like, and especially like sort of listening to some of the words, like sort of, I don't know. I, we uh, Jake and I talk a lot about the way that... Um, that Motion City that Justin Pierre plays with the words he says. Um, and so something like, you know, like respectable convictions. Like that's definitely like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's an odd thing to say. Um, <laughs> well, actually, honestly, I think one of my, one of my problems I've always had with the Get Up Kids, and it's like, you know, again, this is coming from someone who loves this band. Um, sometimes it's kind of gibberish. It's all just like <laughs> vaguely, it's all just like vaguely emotive. And it's like, don't think about it too deeply. Like, sure, and I'm yeah. sure that they don't feel that way. I'm sure that they are just like, no, I'm pouring <laughs> my soul into this. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. But it, you know, it's like, it, sometimes it, it just, it matters more what the words are calling to mind than what right. they actually are. Um, and so it's like, it's just kind of like hitting you with a feeling every line rather than, don't, right. don't intellectualize it too much, which I know is what we're about to do. I know that's going to be the next <laughs> section of the show. Well, no, and, and, and for, uh. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like for sure, right? Because like but there's, there's definitely... fool's like, errand is all I'm saying. Your words don't match the story that your actions show is kind of like, okay. Like, yeah, you could have said that in fewer words and, and still have said the same thing. You're just trying to match sort of the meter and make sense. Yeah. Um, but... I you know I I I do like like say good night mean goodbye and it is definitely yeah, like 
it, it's a good line. And like when you when you think about it a little hard, it's like, yeah, it is kind of like like teenager bullshit you know <laughs> like it's, it's kind of like 21 year old bullshit like that's like this is deeper than it is but like it also like it is a good line <laughs> like it it's, well, it's a little bit of both individually i think like they can be all really good lines. you know say good night mean goodbye it's a good one you know i know you think my life would stop when you're away um like all this kind of stuff you're just like i don't know like individually but then sometimes you kind of add up add it all up and there are times when you're just like i i'm not sure i'm following what is happening i can tell you're upset though um yeah and if you want you want like 21 year old bullshit on it the, the the album before this four minute mile they literally have a song called fall semester <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are there are times and it's like i um so my 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 wife is younger than i am and she kind of missed out on well not kind of she entirely missed out on on this kind of thing um these kinds of bands um your your uh your wife was what two when this album came out <laughs> um <laughs> just about uh but, but no so so like we'll be in the car and um you know i'll go through like kind of a nostalgia kick and i'll put something like this on and like i'll be singing along like really earnestly you know whatever and then i'll catch myself saying a certain line and i'll be like Boy, that's hard to say with a straight face at 33. Uh-huh. Like, this is oh, tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, but, like, I when also... I was in high school, like, I bled these lyrics, man. When I was in high school. Like, I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Well, this is one of those things, like, you know, like, I, I I remember stuff around this genre when I was this age, so I can, you know, get into it. Same, the same way that when you listen to those Motion City songs, you were like, it gave you nostalgia for something that you didn't actually hear before. Yeah. You know, it's I, I, so I get that. I, I totally felt that feeling listening to this. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Like, I'm totally feeling like listening to Saves the Day for the first time or listening to, you know, uh, the self-untitled Big Made 2 album for the first time. Like, I, I get that. I can totally feel that feeling. But I also can imagine like, so my, uh, one of my ex is about the same age as your wife i can imagine sitting in the car and trying to listen to the, to like this kind of music with somebody who didn't grow up with this kind of music necessarily and yeah. then being like what the f- what is what yeah, like, how are mm. you what do you like about this <laughs> it's like yeah. well it's just like i you know like i just liked this kind of i liked it though <laughs> so just imagine you're 14 and you're listening yeah, to just this. Like, think about being like, in high school like like you remember like you remember remember when you liked lincoln park like no i never liked lincoln park okay but like remember when i like lincoln park yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a so much of it where you're just like where where I, I, you know it's all very kind of like catcher in the rye you, you know um or or the the ugly stepson of catcher in the rye perks of being a wallflower where <laughs> there it's like it's 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 so earnest that there are times yeah. that it can be embarrassing. Oh, man. But that's like exactly what you need at a certain Catch, time. Catcher in the Rye, I think, is a really good. Uh, did, have you heard that somewhere? Or did you did you think of that? Because like that, I think it's a really good sort of. I, I, again, I'm a lot younger than you, so maybe it's just a thing people said a lot at the time. But it's. I don't know. I, I can totally feel that because I remember reading Catcher in the Rye in high school and being like, "This kid is like, <laughs> like I, like I absolutely hate Holden Caulfield. Like he's the, yeah. the worst." Um, and it's just like, "Oh my god!" And uh, but like I can totally imagine Holden Caulfield like popping in uh, a, a Walkman and listening to the Get yeah. Up Kids like a hundred percent. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, that's like well, actually. So the reason I brought that, that I mentioned that is because I was like I was like twenty five, twenty six when I first read catcher in the rye oh yeah and i was just like get the fuck out of here but i but then i thought back and like what i was like in high school and like the stuff i was listening to and i was just like i can imagine being 13 14 15 and being like this guy gets it this is real this is exactly what i'm going through and i think like that's the appeal of like this kind of album I, I can't imagine why i had that disconnect right because i was 16 when i read catcher in the rye and, well, you're a sociopath. And, I mean, I think that's the problem. <laughs> I feel like I, like I was 16 and I did like this kind of music, and I uh, I like read Catcher in the Rye. I'm like this this fucking kid is like is so annoying. Well, he's really uh, not very likable. Yeah. <laughs> and then but like and then meanwhile like you think about him like yeah I kind of I kind of feel like I probably was a little bit that kid like mom get out of yeah. my room I'm listening to Linkin Park and editing Photoshop yeah. p- pictures and making AMVs <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that's yeah that's absolutely that's what that kid does <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, this this is the kind of music like in. It's just I don't, know, I, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like we're time. making fun of it. Like, I don't I don't want to make it sound like we're making fun of it because I know what you like. We're, no, because I, I, I like, I'm not. It's just like it would be 
weird. It's, it's, if it's, it's still, the type it's of, still stuff of I... a time. Yeah, it's it's still of a time and of an era and of an era for us as people, right? Like, yeah. it would be very weird to get into this at 27 like I am and not, like, not have had the the backing of other stuff like this. Like, if I had never been into yeah. pop punk and emo and I'm getting into pop punk and emo like, at the age you got, of 27. Hey, you gotta listen to this album I listened to when I was 15. You gotta listen yeah. to this and then you fell in love with it and be like, that is not that is not right. <laughs> <laughs> it actually reminds me of a, um, a story. I, I was at a, a comic book convention with a friend, and we were hanging out after the comic book convention at like the at the hotel bar next to the next to the convention center. And uh, and my friend was talking this girl up, and she was like, "Yeah, I just heard about this band, you know, and it's it's a pretty good band, and like you know, I think the 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 guy like overdosed or something like that." And she keeps talking about it. And we realize that she's talking about Nirvana, and this is like 2017, <laughs> and this girl. Just just discovered Nirvana. And I'm like, what is what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, listen, Nirvana's great, but like, are you just discovering Nirvana in 2017? <laughs> like, and you can drink? Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this, is, this is the type of music that like, like, and again, I don't, I don't want to sound like making fun of it, but, but it is the type of music that where like, this is what you put on when you, you're living and dying on like, every move that the girl you got a crush on makes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, for you sure. Know, you know, especially if she doesn't 100%. actually know who the fuck you are. That's 100%. especially the type of... <laughs> oh, yeah. This is... You put this on... And, like, this is a, this is an album to listen to when you are so far away from being anywhere near a girl. Like, that uh -huh. is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. beautifully for that time in absolutely. your life. Absolutely. That's, that's 100%. Like, this is, this is... And this is the genre that I was super yeah. into in high school and I could not get anywhere near a girl. Like, I get it. I totally get it. Like, I... And what, what, I, what I wonder sometimes, like, is this what Post Malone is to kids now? Like, is that... I, I, I don't know and I don't... I do not understand Post Malone, right? And I don't understand, like, Lil Pump or Lil Uzi Vert or like I don't I don't get these like emo rappers. I honestly feel like you made up the first two. <laughs> no, you know you've heard of Post Malone. You've never heard of Post Malone? Of oh, the, the last two, I said first two, but I meant oh, last two. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. No, the I've never heard pump, of Yeah, Lil, Lil Uzi Vert is definitely. I mean, like I don't know what genre these kids are actually in. I watched uh, the documentary on Lil Peep. Is that? <laughs> He's the one who died, right? He's the one who OD'd. Did he? I, I don't know, man. There's so many of them. Yes, Lil Lil Peep did in fact die. There's also Juice <laughs> World. There's so many. There's so many like yeah. But like th that's that's the genre of rap is like emo rap. But like it's not this right. Like like so this song like slaps right. Like I can imagine like like, like I can imagine moshing you can move to, this to this song right. You can like, move to this. You yeah, can move absolutely. to this right. Where like like being in a mosh pit and like you know getting shoved around by people to this song. Whereas like Post Malone just sounds sad and like why do you want to like feel sad right like i, I can imagine yeah. feeling angry like angry is fine but like who just wants to like sit there and be sad all the time <laughs> you know yeah. but like this this song is, is a little sad but it's sad like with the angry kick and like you you know you're working the 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 sadness and anger out by listening to the song it helps that he's got that he's got that kind of rasp in the voice yeah um, well, and it's, so it's, everything... also, it's a little whiny you know like well so this is I was gonna say, the first time that i saw them live Right. Like, you know, you listen to the albums all the time and, you know, he sounds a certain way. And it's, there is this raspiness. I mean, you can tell that, I mean, there's a little bit of an easily thing there too. You know, it, that's undeniable as you listen to it. But um, I always felt like the, the bigger quality or the more prominent quality to the voice was, you know, the kind of kind of still a throaty yell happening, you know, with everything. Right. Um, and then I saw him in concert and it's just like, all up here and i was just like oh my god like it was <laughs> it was yeah, shocking yeah. to me that it was like i mean none of the, none of that because there's like a straight there's like a strain maybe not rasp exactly but there's like a strain in the voice of because like he's right. basically yelling the entire time yeah, yeah. oh yeah for sure um, and 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 that did not come through live um and i was like whoa and then I started listening to it again, like only listen, you know, listening for not that. Um, it's very much there. I don't know how I didn't notice it as much um, when I was first listening to him, but but I think that 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 the strain there that that helps temper the whininess so much because it, like, yeah, it yeah. is super whiny, but it's like he's not whining; he's just whiny. Right. 
No, it's just, it's just <laughs> why me? No, I, I, t- I totally get it. I totally see. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's, it's a funny because that's actually something that I, that I both love and hate about Motion City soundtrack is that they like they sound like the album on stage. They like Justin's voice is exactly as it, as it's on the album. They play mm-hmm. like pretty much note perfect, which is cool. Like it's you know you're you're going kind of to hear them play the hits the way they play the hits. But sometimes it's fun to like see like the differences in the live version yeah. you know and no, we'll absolutely. do that a lot where we'll... i mean the the perfect thing about um going to a live version that's nice is like that version exists only for you in the time that you're there right uh you know and so it's like it's fun when it's a little bit different right you know, i don't want to or they do maybe you know they do an entirely different arrangement or whatever but it's yeah. like it, it's it's fun to hear that which, kind is, of which thing. is which is cool because like motion city is good at like doing different arrangements like they uh we've we've um on on the motion city show we've talked about the uh, on the they did a whole rearrangement of the first album and played that live and we every every time we do a song on the first album we'll always play play a, a segment of of that rearrangement and they do that a lot like they're they're a band that I think does more rearrangements of their own songs than like any band I've ever like a, otherwise been a fan of and it's really cool like I love hearing those rearrangements so it would be interesting to hear some of that sometimes on stage um or even like so like like you know blink will will speed stuff up slow stuff down um they they also like they're shitty like they're 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 not very good at their instruments um yeah so uh so it's also like you know part of it is is like all right that's a little bit of the charm sometimes um so it's it's you know it's 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 always interesting to hear a band do something a little different live so something that that's sometimes a little disappointing about motion city is that they'll like they'll be a little two note perfect and it's like okay well like I'm, i still had a fun experience it's they still put on a great show and and like part of the show is the show they put on but some of it's like all right but like play with your songs a little bit more because you're really good at playing with your songs i know yeah. i've seen you i've seen you do recorded versions of being really really doing really really interesting stuff with your own music and you don't do it on stage as much it's like just like have fun please um but you know whatever it's great it's all it's it's all great uh so but the get up kids so holiday um i mean as far as what it's about like pretty straightforward right like it's about a relationship whether it's a girl or a friend or a family member who's just like not around i i feel like it might be like a a divorced parent thing that would make a lot of sense yeah yeah um, I think I think I mean, especially with the, with like I mean the, the fact that it's specifically that they, they think they're going to get back together potentially get back together only around holidays. Oh, holidays. I don't right. know. There's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. Um, um, on the first album about like moving and getting away from family and stuff like that. Um, and so it's like it's one of the one of the one of the kind of the powers of the band I think too. Um, is that this could be any relationship it's right. so perfectly you know it's it's like descriptive enough that you understand the scenario of like obviously someone's a little unhappy um it's but, it's, it's one of those things like well so I, I i i talk about it a lot with motion city but like with any with any band any well-written song is is write it specifically for yourself when you write it specifically for yourself like then whatever you're saying can generally be like okay like maybe this isn't exactly what i feel but like you get the feeling close enough that it's it generalizes to everybody like yeah. whereas you know with with like garbage you know garbage like pop every like they always try to like be as vague as possible to appeal to them to the most people but like yeah. the best music is like okay just really very specifically about something that happened in the writer's life or something that they're writing very specifically about and we can draw our own conclusions to to fit it to yeah. ourselves yeah yeah it's like it's it's vague enough that it can be anybody but it's specific enough to, I mean, it, it can only describe certain things, but it could describe right. a large number of certain things. Right. Uh, but they're, and they're really good at that. They're really, really good at, at, at giving this kind of like universal specificity. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm coining the patent pending on that phrase. I'm going to coin <laughs> that. The, uh, the other, the other couple of, um, 
thing that's on song meetings. A lot of people on song. I mean, everyone on song meetings is basically agreeing that it's about a friend or family member or something moving away. The other thing is, it could be like, uh, like a family member, right? Right, like going off to college or something. Like, yeah. your absence speaking everything you think of me. Like, it's it's that the other person left, and then they don't really talk, but they come home for the holidays, right? And that's that's when yeah. maybe we speak. Um. Which again, you know, teenage bullshit, right? Like if you're if you're seventeen, you can't go to your brother or sister or whatever's college, and if you're like, and if they don't come, they don't come, and you're mad and and upset about it. I don't know. I had a great relationship with my brother when he was off of college. I could just call him all the time. But uh, uh, my brother's like, my brother's six years older than me, seven grades ahead, because I was born in December, so I was yeah, uh, I, I got put the the year after I would have um, for my birth year, but um, I like, I mean, he was always available enough <laughs> right you know, no i mean like, so, yeah similar to school brother, like three and a half hours away but... yeah my brother's seven and a half years older than me and he went to school about two hours away but like if i ever needed to call him about something he'd pick up the phone like you know that's yeah. <laughs> um but uh but yeah like i i you know I, I buy it like i i i remember me living far away from my parents and like being really bad at like contacting them and my mom wanting me to call her more so like I feel that I get it I get I get it from the other perspective like I know what I'm <laughs> um yeah I don't know uh I guess I mean you could you could read long distance relationship but that's yeah I think that, that always like hit me the most when I when when you know this is like what I was constantly listening to would probably be like um you know you, your girlfriend is in the class ahead of you and she's going to college and now right. instead of going to the local college, she's going to go out of state or something like that. that that's right. always kind of been the feeling. Not that I ever experienced anything like that, but it felt like a thing I would experience at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what kind of what happened to me is, is I, my, my first girlfriend, I live like we went to high school together and then I graduated high school and my parents moved. So I moved with my parents and then like we started dating like a year and a half after that. Um, and then I moved back and then had to move back to Chicago. So it was like, it was like, I get it, right? Like it's your, and I wasn't the great ahead of her actually. Uh, so it was, it was all there. <laughs> every, every part of it was there, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I get it. Cause I, I, I can also buy, right? Like on, on that level, your absence speaking, everything you think of me of like thinking the whole world's about you, <laughs> right? Like maybe she yeah. went to school where she thought was the best school and wasn't really thinking about her 17 year old boyfriend <laughs> like <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's like well so where i grew up i grew up just outside detroit right and we've got um a couple of schools uh wayne state is in the city oakland university is in um auburn hills um or rochester hills oh, i fucked it up either way it's like half an hour away from the city right it's not very far um and so there were a lot of people who you know like we were sophomores who, you know, and they had, you know, um, their girlfriend or boyfriend was, was like a senior. And it's like, there's a lot of discussion of like, well, you know, if you go to Wayne or you go to Oakland and they're like, I'm going to go to Cal. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like, I'm going like... to get the fuck out of here. No, not that anyone from my school ever went to Cal, but, <laughs> you, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, but you know, just the point. Well, I think I think the same thing. The county. <laughs> pretty much the same thing happened with like our friend Mitchell, right? Where like he think he started dating a girl his senior year of college, and like he was like, "Well, like I got a job in Denver, so I'm gonna go." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Like you gotta live your life, <laughs> like. Um, like you're also like you know you're very unlikely to to marry the girl you're dating when you're seventeen, right? Like it's just it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> um, so like, yeah. like you gotta grow up. Don't but tell like, them that. Don't tell them that though. They will not yeah, hear right? that. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, but like I get. I mean, well, listen, you married the girl you were dating when she was nineteen. Um, but like I get. That's true. <laughs> But, but like I get, you know, I I get the other other perspective of like, how dare you like lie to me? Like, you know, your words don't match the story that your actions show. You say you're still in love with me, but you went to college three hours away. It's like, yeah, bro, yeah, I'm trying to like grow up, man. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely in that like, I 
I think my brother probably didn't discover the Get Up Kids, so I didn't discover the Get Up Kids. But like, I remember when mm. my brother discovered Linkin Park, right? And like, that's definitely like the vibe. Linkin Park. I mean, yeah, Saves the Day I discovered on my own, but I was already like 18. Um, but like Linkin Park, my brother discovered when he was like 18 and I was like 12, which is like the perfect time to be getting into <laughs> to Linkin yeah. Park, you know? So like, oh, and, yeah. and like, I could I could definitely have seen the progression if I had hung around the right people who listened to the right music um, instead of like anime nerds. Um, I definitely would have gotten into the Get Up Kids. Yeah. That is definitely not the right music. That is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, anime music videos actually. If I like watched the right AMVs, I probably would have gotten into this music too. Um, but like the friends I made were the real anime nerds who like listened to anime music instead of listening to like emo emo punk music um which the the amv makers were all listening to amv for those who don't know is an anime music video um yeah that's i i finally pieced that together now that you said it um from what you were saying before about kicking your mom out of your room yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and i was like i don't know what an anv is but whatever yeah, yeah, an, yeah. <laughs> i assume it means something that now, now i'm upset i'm on this show I <laughs> I just I I vividly remember listening to uh, to a Dragon Ball Z AMV about Vegeta set to Adam song by Blink One Eighty Two. Um, oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh yeah! Oh yeah, man! <laughs> it's hardcore. Honestly, your eyes out. <laughs> honestly, I probably listened to some Get Up Kids on those AMVs too, and just never realized it. Like, because <laughs> yeah. because yeah. I, I, I I talked about so the the um I've talked about the way I got into Motion City is through a podcast I listened to, and that's the same way I I listened to that. For First saves a day album is through that podcast um, that doesn't exist anymore. It's called Low Fidelity, but that guy also did a Dragon Ball Z podcast. Still does a Dragon Ball Z podcast, and he like at the time was making a lot of like Dragon Ball Z AMVs. Him and his now wife were into that same kind of music, making those AMVs. So like I totally buy that. I probably watched like a Get Up Kids or Saves the Day or Sunny Day Real Estate or like something in that sphere AMV and just didn't piece it together because it wasn't a band that I was already into. Like like. 82 or Lincoln Park. But there's so many, there's so many like Lincoln Park AMVs from the mid early 2000s. So <laughs> like you can find yeah. billions of them. Um take your word else? for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't look them up. The, none of them are <laughs> worth looking up. Um, <laughs> it's also the first way I heard Darude Sandstorm. Uh it was on an AMV. Um have we talked about the instrumentation? Is there anything particular about the instrumentation you want to talk about? Um, I feel like that's really Jake's realm. It sounds like for from when I <laughs> when we were talking about the drums on the, the, the well, it's, show it's I was funny. On. It's funny because actually, it's it's it wasn't initially like Jake always talks about how I am know more of the music stuff, but like he has worked really hard to learn more so that he could not sound stupid. <laughs> and then and then he like keeps listening, and I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't even pay attention to the inspiration on this one. Shit. Um, I don't know. The guitar. I don't cool. know that there's anything. I don't think there's anything on this that that um. I can think of, but this, I think this was the first album James DeWeese was on, um, of Reggie and the Full Effect. And that was actually how I ended up getting into the Get Up Kids was, um, saw Reggie first mm -hmm. and I really liked them. And James DeWeese is the, he's the keyboard player on this album. Um, I don't know that you can hear a keyboard very well on. Yeah. I, I didn't, this but I, I, yeah, I wasn't listening for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but it's there throughout the entire album. That, that's actually that's how that was the link um, for me to get into this band was was liking Reggie in the full effect first. I mean, I'll it was a pretty what, quick like jump. If, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, listen, I, I listen like people who listen to the main show. I'm I'm sure of, of which there are none. Nobody listens to any of this. But um, like, know that I I love keyboards, man. <laughs> like keyboards, keyboards are my shit. Yeah. Like that's that's one of the great things about Motion City is the, is the Moog parts of the Moog synth. Um, and and you the know keyboards. who you really love then? Who is a, a band around this time that I actually I saw the I the the, the band I'm about to mention. I saw them open. I want to say for Reggie in the full effect, um, Kofax. Uh, that's a band you should really you like should look Sandy? up. Yeah, like yeah, Kofax. Um, they um, they're it had to do with love is a is really fucking Moog heavy, uh, and then the next album after that uh, called Social Life. That's actually one of my favorite albums. I fucking love that album. Um, I, someone got that for my birthday. My 16th birthday, someone got that for me. Um, so, what, 35 years ago? Um, but, 
uh, that it has less of the less of the Moog, but um, it's like a concept album. It's really fucking good. It's, so just you know, if you like keyboardists, you should right. listen to Kofax. I, I I have I have pulled up the Wikipedia page. I will I will I will say I'll check them out and then forget to. Yeah, you know. no, that's that's fair. That's I fair. Mean, you know you know how life works. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um but I, I, I did indeed open the Wikipedia page. Like, it's going to be open for at least three or four or five days before I'm like, I'm right, going to That tab is going to be hanging there for a while. That tab's going to be hanging there for a while. Like, that's, that's the best I can promise. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Hey, listen, you know how it goes. Um, all right. Uh, so I guess we talked about meanings, talk about instrumentation. Let's talk about some covers. Um, so I found... So here's what's interesting. So I always look for covers on YouTube and SoundCloud. I haven't really looked anywhere else usually because I can usually find enough there. And I looked on YouTube and I found some good ones on YouTube and I started looking on SoundCloud and like every single one on SoundCloud was just a straight cover. Like it was just a straight up, here's my band playing this song or here's yeah. me with an acoustic guitar playing the song in my bedroom poorly. Like one of the two. And it's like, okay, well like, I, I did find a good acoustic cover on YouTube where uh, one guy's actually playing the, I think the mandolin. Yeah, he's playing the mandolin, which is neat. So I'm definitely going to to play that one. Uh, but like every everyone on SoundCloud was just, here's my band playing the song that you like. It's like, all right, c- cool. Um, but what I did find, uh, are you a um, are you a Matchbook Romance fan? Nope. Don't okay. know who we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so this is a. Uh, I, I think. Are you are you into mashups at all? I forget. I don't think you are, right? Um. I mean, I always enjoyed them on Glee. The first two seasons of Glee, I really liked. I love the first season of Glee. Just you know what? I'll, I'll since I said it, I'll let me defend it. Um, no, no. Listen, <laughs> hey, I, first, just real quick. If you want to defend it to the people, you can. But I'm on your team. I I agree. Yeah, yeah. The, first the two first, seasons, the really first good. half of the first season was really, really good. The second half was less good. The second season yes. was less good, and the third season was when it started getting like actively bad. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that uh, first season that was really actually good. The first 13 episodes, I think, I think if, you, if, you would, if you go back and watch it, you'll realize the back nine of that season, they started getting a bubblegummy, and it's like, oh, they realized what's actually selling, and it's not uh, yeah. what Ryan Murphy <laughs> would like to be selling, but it's yeah. what makes it's Ryan Murphy money. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they're the out third... selling the Beatles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess yeah, we yeah. can just do that instead. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the third season is when they started using Summer Lovin' as a love theme for, uh, for Amber and Sam, and I'm like, Oh, so now I'm done with this show. Cool. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's when I realized I'm like, oh, this sucks now. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. for three seasons, three episodes in the season three. And that's when I stopped watching Glee. <laughs> Um, anyway, so this is a mashup of Mashbook Romances My Eyes Burn with Holiday uh, from the mashup artist Legion of Doom. So I'll play a little bit of that here. I will say um, I didn't listen to this whole thing because I wasn't a huge fan, <laughs> and I do. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I was gonna say I um I did not like that. <laughs> yeah, and I like mashups. Like I'm I'm like before Glee, before I watched Glee, I was very into like mashups and stuff. And like I don't know. I'm sure at some point this song does something a little interesting, but it's just like it's fine. Like I could, I could imagine if I listened to this mashup album and hadn't heard any of the songs, I'd be like, Oh, I kind of like this. And then, I, and then went through and listened to the songs. I'd be like, Oh, I like these better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I respect the effort. Um, but, um, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Man, this... Like, I, feel like we're, I feel like we're being really negative on this show. I don't know if we are. I, feel I don't think like we are. I, f- I don't think we are. Maybe, maybe okay. we're being a little negative, but I don't think we're being too uh, negative. <laughs> I, you know what the thing is? Like, that's, that's my influence. I, we, I need, be, I need be, a... Like, we're, we're very clear. We both like the song. Alex really, really likes the song. Uh, and, yeah. I, and I discovered this I song have a, I have a, this I have a week, tattoo. and I like it. I have it. a tattoo of a robot with a heart 
inspired by the album art from something to write home about. Like, and I got that tattoo. I don't know. I was 24, 25, somewhere in there. So this is, you know, well after, you know, my emo <laughs> phase. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's also my thing so, with, with tattoos. Like, I always feel like I'm going to get a tattoo, and then 10 years later, I'm not going to be into that band anymore. And it's going to be like, well, now I have a Motion City soundtrack tattoo, and I don't love them anymore. But, like, I, but I love them for 10 years. Like, I'm not going to like them for another 10 years. Yeah, at a certain point. Well, and, and honestly, I think you've, you've reached the age. You've, you've finally grown up enough, Nime. Um, yeah. No, but <laughs> a certain age where, like, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't have the bandwidth for a new fucking band. All right? Right. Like, oh, well, I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I listen it. to the really? same five bands. Uh-huh. And all I do is I'll just like uh-huh. I'll listen to the Smiths nonstop for like three months, and then I'll be like, okay, and then I'll put Radiohead back in, yeah, and I'll listen yeah. to them nonstop. I'll, I'll, you know. I'll, like I, I I've told you this before. I've said it on the show. When I when I go to bed, I tell my Google Home to pick a letter, and I then listen to an album from a band that I already know that starts with that letter. And if I if I can't think of one, then I just pick another letter. And if I get like three or four letters in, then I'm like, all right, like, fuck it. Like, roll a D6 so I can pick a Motion City soundtrack album. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's, um, but yeah, that's 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 what I do every, like, almost every single night uh, is like, pick a letter. All right, that's the album I'm listening to. Um, so I feel you. I feel you. Like, listen, this Kofax tab is going to be up for a while, but... We both know I'm not going to listen. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we both know I'm no. going to be like, oh, yeah, that band. Oh, yeah, no, I should definitely check them out, man. Like, oh, you're totally right. Let me let me pull up a tab again. In three months, I'm going to pull up a tab again, and it's going to be up for three more days before I close it again. Um, you're going to be like, who the fuck is Kofax? <laughs> like Sandy? Um, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this next, this next cover is from Ryan Casada. Have you ever heard of Ryan Casada? Should, should I have? I uh, haven't. I also haven't, but apparently he's fairly famous. Uh, according to Wikipedia, IndieWire listed Songs for Alexis, uh, a documentary for him, as the as one of the 10 films you must watch at Frameline 2014, and New Media Rockstars rated him as one of the top five most influential transgender YouTube creators. Anyway, this is his cover of uh, Holiday, which is pretty good. This is also 10 years ago, so he's like 17. Um, but I dig that. I dig it. I dig yeah, that. for that sounds, sure. That sounds really good. That that's yeah. um uh, the voice is like perfect. A hundred percent. The voice is great. It's real I, I really like stripped down like piano covers um a lot of the time, especially if they're good like this is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the I piano think might have been a little bit a little too honky tonky, but um I I, yeah. I like it still. I, th- I think, I mean, I think I, it, this is just like literally a video and it's the onboard camera audio, you know, yeah. like if this is like recorded, I would, I think it would be excellent. And this is just like really, really good. But like, if this was recorded, I'd be like, I, I'd say I'd throw this on my iPod, but that's not any, nobody does any of those things anymore. I would stream this on Spotify. <laughs> um, this, uh. This next one is that acoustic guitar one I was talking about with the mandolin. Uh, here is this is Chris Dodgen. I, I this person is not famous, but uh, it's, it's <laughs> we're gonna a, listen anyway. Pretty good. Well, though. opportunity knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think so. He said he he wasn't great at mandolin. I think the mandolin, honestly, I think they you, they really tried something with the mandolin, and maybe the mandolin part didn't work. But yeah. um, I think like it 
every other part of it works well and they are technically sound. And I again, the voice I think is really really good. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the, the, people are killing the voice. I, I know. I, yeah, I, I honestly think that'd be the hardest thing to impersonate. I know, and then we be honest, that's part of the reason I didn't play with the SoundCloud ones because some of the SoundCloud people do not nail the voice. Um, and it's like <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things where like you know sometimes like if if you rearrange it the right way for the for a different voice, it can sound great. And sometimes you just got to sound like the guy, you know. And if you yeah. don't, then it's just not going to sound good. Because um, uh, I think that we had that problem in in one of the uh, most City songs recently, where it's like I think if this guy just like changed the pitch of the song he would sound so much better he's just not hitting the notes but um all right this last one is a ska cover from ska to network which is a youtube channel that i subscribe to and if you like ska covers then you will love ska to network and if you don't like scott covers you'll still like this guy because his energy is the best <laughs> um i love this dude uh so this is the ska cover of holiday by the get up kids Are you uh you much of a ska fan, Alex? Nope, but um, <laughs> this was uh, this is pretty good though. Actually, I, I, I liked what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is this is like one guy playing every instrument, which is also dope. I love this guy's covers. Uh, by the way, the uh the um description the first thing says ska goes emo something to skank home about which is like all right <laughs> Best. Jeez, oh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, top comments the pick it up kids <laughs> oh that's a good one yeah yeah i uh no but i, I really like i really like scotch network i really like this guy i'm a ska fan and we are gonna do a ska punk song probably next episode uh with joe, joe. joe yeah, yeah, yeah yeah with joe yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> How'd you guess? Um, yeah. <laughs> Joe, the, the kid from Southern California who wears floral shirts and doesn't smoke weed. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I was a fan of that one. I definitely could have seen myself like, I, I, again, I don't think I listened to that, but I could have seen myself because I'm subscribed to this guy hearing that cover and being like, maybe I should check out the original. Um but uh, yeah, those are those are the the covers and mashups that uh, that I found that I wanted to play, and I think I think those were all excellent. This, this the nice thing about the Get Up Kids is that they're still sort of influencing artists like much later. So like all those videos were from ten ten to twenty years. The the last one, the Scotchy Network one, was from twenty nineteen. Um, mm. After this album came out, right? This album was nineteen ninety nine. Um, so I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sick. Like they're they're dope. You you said it's hard to get into a new artist at this age, and it's true. But I th- I I still am going to try. I'm definitely going to go back and listen to this album, um, and and see if it 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 enters my rotation, because <laughs> um, it's it's sick. That's that's part of the bonus of of doing this little mini series is like, I'm trying to also get introduced to new stuff that I might not have otherwise. Although the next episode is definitely going to be a band that I have heard and I'm already a fan of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like that's, that happens sometimes. Uh, That's also nice and easy. Uh, But I think we're planning on doing like a Paramore episode too. And I've heard very little Paramore. So. Oh, I um, love Paramore. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe Alex listened to a third episode of the show eventually. Um, <laughs> I listen to my shows and none of the rest. I don't know what you guys talk about. The funny thing is, it could literally be a whole different show when I'm not on, and I'd have no idea. Right? I hope I'm not steering it in the wrong direction when I am on. That's all. <laughs> um. So that I think is gonna do it. Do you have any final thoughts on this song? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. It's an awesome song. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a super fun listen. It's, um, you know, if, if you're already someone who likes this kind of music, it's a super, I mean, like, you know, these are kind of the granddads of a lot of the stuff that you're yeah. probably listening to. Um, and so it's fun to, it's fun to 
go back and, and, and hear this stuff now. I think if, if anyone who's listening to the show wasn't um, aware of or a fan of the Get Up Kids to begin with, I think you um, very much would be. If you, if you gave, 100%, them a, give them a shot, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, again, like c- case in point for me, like I definitely was a, was a big fan of this song. I, I definitely want to check out this album and, uh, and the next one, what's the name of the next album again? You love that one too. On a wire was the on next wire. one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the first thing Alex said was like, well, on a wire, start to finish. I love that album. <laughs> and I'm like, Alex, I need you to pick one song, man. <laughs> like, um, like, I don't know how long Jake's going to be out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it could be a point. Listen, if it's if it's like a month and a half later and Jake's still out, maybe we'll have Alex back on and we'll just keep talking about the get-up kits. Um, yeah, we'll do action and action. We'll just keep it rolling, baby. We'll to be honest, if we have you back on, it's probably going to be Alkaline Trio the next time. Um, oh, I which, love Alkaline Trio. I know you do. That's fine. Like that's that's why I'm like, listen. Then then we can like have a different album, a different band. Uh, I can talk about Matt Skiba. Um, uh, but yeah, I I will say so. Whether or not I actually end up listening to more of this or getting into this i did i do promise you i did just add holiday to my pop punk emo playlist of songs that i already have so it's definitely going to enter that rotation so at at the very least you've done that (laughs) if you've done nothing else you've got holiday in my pop punk uh playlist so um all right that's gonna do it then for this episode of what i call it explorations in pop punk and emo Something like that. I don't know if that's going to be the title or what. Um, who knows? But uh, that's it for the, this episode of, of whatever this mini series is. Alex, thanks for joining me again, uh, especially on short notice, because I asked you like two days ago, three days ago, and you're like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. Um, yeah, no, thanks, thanks so much for having me. I really, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't want to say this, but I'll say it anyway. I hope Jake's out for a long time and I just keep coming <laughs> back. I'm really, um, really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, we also have talked about starting a music podcast. Uh, and, you know, we do the thing that we do as like as our group does where we're like, oh, we should totally start this podcast. And then we don't. Um, but but I, uh, hey, Dan I, still... and I did record an episode of Book Drugs. We actually did record it and then never edited it and we never put it out. It just right. We we got that. Far. Think of how ridiculous for if the number of podcast pitches that we have made. Like. That it's not even unusual for us to have gone so far as to record an episode, uh-huh. and still it doesn't exist. And still it doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so maybe, maybe we will do that podcast because uh, you and I like talking about music. I don't think we're either of us are, like consider us anything of an expert but like it's fun to talk no. about music <laughs> um so uh yeah do, do you have anything you or otherwise that you want to plug uh on this show no i no i got nothing man right. i'm in lockdown just, there ain't nothing going on <laughs> just just the get up kids check out the get up kids um oh, check, I, out, wait, check out kofax um that's another one Co-Fax, if, you, if yeah. you like if you like um the the moog um and just real quick about alkaline trio this is not a plug for them but real quick the first time that i saw them, so i said before i'm from detroit tigers fan first time i ever read i didn't i wasn't aware of the word alkaline um so i was like the alkaline trio that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's, i mean that's actually not a bad name for a band like it's not a terrible I, name I, for a band well as it turns out they're from chicago but if they were from detroit the alkaline trio would be Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were named for a band from Chicago, but a band from Detroit called the Al K Line Trio, not bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I, I I don't know if I mentioned it on the show. Uh, whatever. So Matt Matt Skiba's dad is a a, a dental surgeon, uh, and he practices like f- five to seven miles from my house. And like, I need my wisdom teeth out. And like, I just feel like at some point I kind of want to like go and like get my wisdom teeth out and wear a Blink-182 shirt and say nothing. And just like wait for him to be like, yeah. oh, my son's in that band. <laughs> um, oh, which one's he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, is he Tom? Are you, are you Tom DeLong's dad? <laughs> yeah. um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Kuhan. Alex has been trying to tweet more at fake plastic alex although i don't think you have been tweeting very much more um, no not at all no yeah. I, that's why i was like i'm not even gonna bother fucking plugging it I'm just not even. um 
the show is at Motion City Pod. This is obviously a little miniseries. This is in your feed now, um, in the regular feed. Uh, but once Jake comes back, we're going to split this off into a separate feed. Maybe we'll continue this as its own show, or it might just stay as little as a little miniseries. Um, we'll see. That uh, who knows, but. Uh, that's it. Follow the show on Twitter at Motion City Pod, uh, on Instagram, Motion City Pod, MotionCityPod at gmail.com. Um, and uh, follow the Get Up Kids on Twitter. I assume they have a Twitter account. I assume it's at the Get Up Kids, but I don't know, and I'm looking it up right now while I'm talking. It is indeed at the Get Up Kids. Uh, and they are followed by Motion City Soundtrack and Justin Pierre on Twitter, as well as... Well, they are as... very much followed by... <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, as well as that podcaster that I was talking about, who, like, I was 100% sure that Mike Labrie was into the Get Up Kids. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for this show. So, uh, until next time, say goodnight means goodbye. <laughs>